0: I like starting this one, <laughs> it's nice and slow, it's so chill, it's all foggy outside Let me paint a picture for you, Hastings Street, it's kind of great but having a really good time in here Welcome to Creative For Your Podcast, the show that brings you conversations with visual artists about how they got to where they got, what their day-to-day is like, what their struggles are thoughts on the art world not a lot a lot more I just pressed the wrong button and you heard that <laughs> and I'm not even going to cut it out today in studio the magical the incredible artist who is a graduate of Sheridan illustration program in Ontario an award-winning illustrator now located in Vancouver Canada she currently works as a background layout artist at Titmouse while also being a part-time illustrator while also working on a graphic novel well ha- we're gonna have to find out how this works <laughs> Bailey Rosenland, welcome <laughs> welcome to the podcast
1: thank you for having me thanks
0: for taking the time is that uh pretty accurate intro i guess (laughs) you realize all the things you do does it scare you cries (laughs) wait crying tears of happiness that you get to do so much sure (laughs) i'm gonna project sure (laughs) um so i mean i I think we'll just start with the big question right away because why not that's a lot of things on the go how do you do it all Uh, (laughs) i don't know (laughs) (laughs) good answer no we're gonna um but how do you end up balancing? Because I know it's hard to ask. Maybe what's your days like? Because I'm sure you know the, all those things probably fit in a week or a month. But um, is there a way you find to break down your schedule to get all those things done?
1: Uh, yeah, I kind of um, I uh, I try to break down things. I heard like a, a long time ago, I had a teacher who told me once, um, it's better to manage priorities instead of your time. So I just kind of break down like what needs to be done first. And, like, good advice. yeah, like Fridays I have comic updates and I still need to color the pages. But, like, Tuesday I have a freelance whip or something. So it's like breaking everything down.
0: So that's exactly what I was asking. Is that, so, you're, the way you plan out your day, week, month is that, is there a calendar? Is it all in your head?
1: Uh, <laughs> there was a calendar at one point. I used to bullet journal, but then it took too much time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a mess in my head. It's uh, like when
0: you realize that th- doing a calendar takes longer than actually doing uh, things.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll jot it down on a big calendar, like like this is due this day, and I have this thing on this day. Okay, uh,
0: how far do you plan typically?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far ahead as I can see.
0: This is amazing, No, th- th- <laughs> and that's why it's like, yeah, looking at the list of things you do, the only, th- I think the only efficient way or productive way, I think, to get it done is that you kind of have to schedule so wait so friday nights you don't go out it's comic book time
1: yeah well friday is the day that it comes out so it's uh uh, thursday night is comic time and on friday
0: you celebrate the fact that it came out
1: yeah friday i'm working on the other project that i needed to do
0: (laughs) that's right the hard-working person in the game (laughs) that's very cool um would you would you recommend this lifestyle that you're doing (laughs) to others
1: um it's not for everyone that's (laughs) for sure (laughs) I don't even know if it's totally for me um yeah no no
0: (laughs) (laughs) very fair what's the why are you doing it then
1: uh because I like it I guess
0: it works uh do you feel like you need to do all these you know endeavors that you're participating in or did you just did some of them just come into your life and you said yes
1: uh a bit of both of both um i uh i have this thing where i can't ever stop working (laughs) because i get like like, anxious so when if i'm like low on work or something i'll like make a new project or like i'm constantly thinking of the other thing to do sometimes i'll have like a million projects already and i'll be like oh this is a good comic idea i should (laughs) do this later so which kind of sucks because i then end up with like this huge backlog of projects that Mm. i've wanted to do for like a couple years and i just haven't done them I yeah. don't know if I will
0: because I, tr- I think the sad part typically in that situation is that they look so great in your head but you got to finish them right because mm-hmm. ideally because yeah, you know, I, I hear a lot of people say you know they started out in multiple things but you know to truly like get it out in the world in a proper shape where it can be you know appreciated consumed that's you know that, that is so much time to get there really mm-hmm. um but you s- you're saying you couldn't say no to some of the projects I'm just asking that you know you you like clearly you like you know you like comic books illustration we can get into character design and all that because you do all those things as well but currently in your life because you're juggling these multiple things like you do them because that's what you see want to see yourself as meaning you want to be the freelance illustrator comic book artist or it's because my friend asked me to do a comic book so we're doing it
1: um yeah i mean it's like like i do it because i want to do it it's mm-hmm. not like like it's it's not like work mm-hmm. to me because like I like it, and it's like mm-hmm. I want to do. I want to make comics, and I want to do freelance That's illustration, cool. and I want to work in animation. So I just kind of do it then. Um, but like, like I've turned things down. I put things on the side. But like the comic thing, kind of like um, happens more. Like I'm not a writer at no. all. I'm not good at writing, but I like to tell stories. So I have like my dear friend Carrie Lynch, who writes our uh, comic mm-hmm. book. Um, we've like been working on that for three years. We went to school together. Um, cool. And then we just kind of like from that, we've like recently like wrote another short form comics. We're like, we want to try something a little different because like <laughs> Lay Piggy is like a long project. Yeah. And because uh, it's like, it's gonna take a long time, so we won't have that satisfaction of like finishing it anytime yeah. soon. We're like, let's make a project that we can finish sooner. While doing this one still. <laughs> While doing oh, yeah. this one. So it kind of like, like with that, we like motivate each other to keep working on it. So we kind of like mm. hold each other accountable to do those. Uh, but then we're both like constantly thinking of things and she'll be like i have a great idea for another comic i want (laughs) to write and i'm like okay yeah i want to try it
0: (laughs) Uh, that's really great it's uh, i mean it's better this way than not having any ideas or anything to work on right like if you had to pick that's really good and when you say if you have nothing going on you end up making projects for yourself uh when you approach artwork do you look at it always in a bigger picture um the way describing where you know it is something that's uh know it's a it's going to be a body of work it's not going to be an illustration and then you move on to something else
1: um i mean like sometimes it's like i just want to draw something for fun or like i want to like try out like a new palette or something so mm-hmm. like it'll be like a casual thing like that and then other times it's like oh i haven't updated my portfolio in a long time like <laughs> i need to make a portfolio piece or like yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that
0: okay uh, and so among all that how much time do you leave for yourself and having fun and <laughs> Mean, I mean, I'm sure art is fun, but you know, like the relaxation, fun time.
1: I uh, could leave more. Yeah. I mean, yesterday I did watch anime for a long time. There you go. So that was go. my. I justified it <laughs> by like I worked hard all of October. <laughs> I get to watch anime tonight.
0: Is that how you? Is that is that how you allow yourself to relax? You're like, okay, calculate the time that you <laughs> work.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have to like, it's because like uh, I get like that little like voice in your head that like it's kind of like that art school voice thing that Mm. still kind of exists where it's like uh you're doing something that's not like advancing your skills you're wasting time and like like even if i read a book like i tend to read like short stories because like i can sit down like in an hour and have a complete story and i'm like Mm. cool back to work (laughs) um even like video games and that like other sources to like kind of get that expression out and like where you're not drawing but you're still like taking in things Uh,
0: but at least you're able to look at it that way you're tricking your mind yeah i
1: trick my mind to be like no this is good i've earned this
0: (laughs) i did exactly i actually (laughs) do it exactly the same way because then there's and i i I know i'm getting better at it you know there's a lot of conversations i think especially these days about being kind to yourself Mm -hmm. i don't think it's something it feels like it's something new i don't know if it actually is but it's I know I get the guilt of like I should be working right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Should be the, you know this path of exile game is not good for me. <laughs>
1: but you know what, you're not a, you're not an art making machine, right? So like well, exactly. you're a human person. <laughs> yeah,
0: I should just call you up whenever I'm feeling like I'm stressed. <laughs> Tell me I'm okay. No, but I, I, you, you like you can relate to the feeling, and so then it's a matter of like how do you like like you said, jokingly, e- either you trick your brain or you, it's like you just need a better outlook on life. I think. Yeah, I think think both. Because yeah. I want to be better you want to be better yeah I mean we always want to be better <laughs> like
1: that's the curse of being an artist like yeah. you can always be better
0: but that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to f- think because uh, recently I also started on the a project and I'm trying I know because this one will take such a long time as long as maybe if personally and I want to hear how you do it as long as I know like you're saying my priorities and you know in two months this has to be done mm-hmm. if I feel like if I give myself bigger chunks of time maybe that will help that's what I'm testing now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, I'll, I, I will. Yeah. What about you? For these, the, you know, they. It sounds like you're you're saying you know you're prioritizing things, but in order to feel like, you are you know you're progressing despite d- despite the fact that you know, you doodled one day and <laughs> the other day you just kind of hung out and watch more anime. Mm-hmm. What do you do, mentally?
1: Uh, I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do, how does it work? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was that too long of a question? I just kind of went off. Oh, uh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but I know we need it. So do you end up playing video games or no? Oh, or so uh,
1: I want to so yeah. bad. I usually end up watching my roommate play, okay. and then I'll draw while he plays. <laughs> 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 because the
0: art is so good. See, that's where the I think the draw for artists is like, yeah, I want to see this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I tend to be drawn more towards, like, those really beautiful or aesthetic games. Like, Mm -hmm. my roommate's been playing Bloodborne a lot. And I was like, this is everything I love. It's dark. It's, It's like, moody and gothic. And, and, like, my favorite game is, like, Shadow of the Colossus. So, like, it's, you know, it's simple, but it's beautiful. It's epic. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, cool because you can find inspiration through that. Huh. there you go see you're yeah. yourself again it's <laughs> genius <tricking yourself>. it's <laughs> genius just
0: looking at good art mm-hmm. i'm not playing any video games yeah <laughs>
1: exactly sometimes the experience is important too that's right
0: like preach yeah <laughs> so uh before we keep going uh i should have done this in the beginning bailey rosenlund is instagram and website bailey is b-a-i-l-i-e rosenlund was l-u-n-d check her out while we're talking about her art because there's a lot of really nice work it's interesting that you mentioned you like the bloody like moody stuff i think you do moody but you don't do uh, at least the st- art that i've seen from you because your use of color is really beautiful so Thank you. i don't know if i've seen you go super heavy actually no inktober you did you went a little dark
1: yeah i did cryptids for inktober yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. love those guys
0: that's where you get your bloodborne inspiration out yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like it was always there like deep down and then just, just needed in. to unleash it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly>. an excuse. <laughs>
0: Or you need a really dark graphic novel. Do mm. you need another project? Mm, maybe. <laughs>
1: There's an upcoming one that's a little... Oh, yeah? Like that, yeah.
0: Wow, so how many is that going to be on the go?
1: um <laughs> <laughs> so we have Lee Viggy and then we have another one Rhodesia and the mountain troll coming up which is a short firm one okay
0: i uh, saw that one i tried googling it i couldn't find anything so oh there's not nothing out okay. yet
1: just a little bit of concept art okay. um and then uh we have another one that carrie just started writing last weekend uh called metal queens
0: <laughs> there you go uh,
1: so i mean lady Knights is what it's gonna be so
0: i love it yeah i can't wait is there gonna be metal music involved
1: um, well, I mean, Visually? it's a comic, so but yeah. <laughs> Figure out a way. you're yeah. gonna have
0: to do. You, you should do that thing where it's. Uh, I don't know if you've seen artists do it where, if it is a comic, you can, add like a Spotify link, like <gasps> listen to this while reading this. Oh, that's such a good idea. So they just you should like uh, what do they call you Curate music to your reading experience. That's cool. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah. If <It, it>, there's metal <laughs> involved, I don't know. Just an idea. So uh let's go. I think let's talk about lip piggies. Yes. That's okay. Uh, um. Do you want to do a little elevator pitch?
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, it's like an urban fantasy comic that kind of takes place in, like, an alternate kind of, like, our world where um, the human species, like, are uh, these animalistic. It's gonna get, it's weird, <laughs> I, I read
0: it. It was really fascinating. Oh, uh, thank
1: you. Um, yeah, so basically, like, people are born as, like, an animal, and as they go through puberty, they turn into people. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of plays with, like, what it means to be human versus an animal and, like... Mm-hmm. Um, you know like the main character she's like just like getting out of that puberty phase where mm-hmm. she's like still likes her animalistic qualities she's like red f- or sam fox so she was a fox she's a little feral um and then she has to like she's struggling between like growing up and being like a human person mm-hmm. versus like who she wants to be is still like a like an animal mm-hmm. uh and then there's like there's a lot of folklore inspirations like they work in a kitchen and restaurant is called lay piggy and their patrons are like anthropomorphic pigs <laughs> there's like a whole story with them that we haven't gotten no to spoilers. yet but yeah, yeah. uh and then like the head chef is ivan wolf mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got the wolf and the pig so yeah, yeah. like yeah nice. little plays on that but
2: yeah
0: very cool uh yeah and that was interesting about the character because she still had those like animal teeth mm-hmm. that was kind of fun mm-hmm. that was a nice touch uh what made you want to work with the this writer? is it you said it was your classmate yeah she's yeah. a good
1: friend of mine um, we like met in first year mm-hmm. at Sheridan um, and uh, in the beginning of fourth year she kind of came up to me and said hey I've had this comic idea I've been working on since I was like 16 uh, <laughs> uh, did you want to draw it <laughs> and I was like okay sure you just said yes well it was go. kind of like oh, it was good a project for us to do like right after school because mm-hmm. like when you graduate from school all of a sudden you don't have people telling you what to do and giving you projects so you kind of go into this slump of like I don't know what to do yeah. with my life that's a very good point so there's a vacuum right
0: yeah. yeah
1: so it was a good project for us to like have something to do and like keep each other responsible to like do it
0: I think there's more this is good advice there here's more tricks for how to trick <laughs> yourself into making more artwork and getting better exactly right? Well, deadlines help otherwise yeah you can just sit and do nothing for a while mm-hmm I think there's construction yeah, next I door. Yeah, I think so too. Don't worry about it, people. We're still going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I, I'm just curious because I, I, you mentioned earlier, you said you're not a writer, but have you ever wanted to write anything?
1: Oh, uh, I did. Or do you? In college. Okay. Um, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> we had like had a... a In fourth year we like have a a narrative course at the uh, illustration program uh that like you have to write and illustrate an entire children's book in like your final term um so i did a graphic novel that was like my kind of segue into doing them Mm -hmm. um and it was like too long and kind of convoluted and like definitely like a first attempt at writing (laughs) (laughs) uh but it turned out fine it was a it was a big learning
0: experience uh you did that thing of a classic student move and just go for too big Yeah, yeah. yeah. A friend of mine, uh, Francine Delgado, she teaches. Yeah, I think so. She's teaching right now. She was saying one thing is that she always sees students just reach out for too much. And I mean, I can relate. I remember it's like you want to do this super cool thing, and Mm -hmm. it's good. And then you realize you have three months.
1: (laughs) Yep, (laughs) I forget that it's like three months. I did so much back then. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. Well, sounds like you're still doing a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Just judging yourself too hard. Um, I really wanted to know because read, so the reading the graphic novel so do you or have you or have the writer worked in the kitchen
1: uh, carrie did okay because
0: yeah. those there's some little details and bits where it's oh i can i remember I, I used to work like for a while as a cook and it was well done because it felt like it's like the things you would only know if you worked in the kitchen i think mm-hmm. yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: it's
1: uh it was inspired by her experience working in a kitchen <laughs> when she was like 16 there
0: uh you go. yeah because it, it, and it's great because because you're getting well to me i wonder what it's like to someone who hasn't worked in the kitchen and saw it but it felt like uh, there's a lot of bits that like you experience when you're working them whether whether it's like closing at 1 a.m and they're saying the work never is never done and it's so true like mm-hmm. just, it's gonna take too long or it's like there's some some code i forget but it's like if you got time to lean you got time to clean something like worse you hear your manager say that to you all the time when you're yeah. working <laughs> <So> yeah <laughs> it was accurate that's very good um do you want to do you want to go cook so you can get some inspiration for the comic book?
1: Um, I mean, I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. I, I you don't need another like, job. I worked in like fast food for four years. Okay. so that's the closest oh I have yeah, to that. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know. It's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like in that, um, in a graphic novel it was an interesting choice in and about because there's still animals that they have to hunt. That li- like it looked like you had to imagine new animals because now you got these real life ones, right? Mm-hmm. Or like uh, not real like human kind of animals did that come from you or from the writer
1: oh uh, that was carrie's idea yeah. too um yeah she kind of like the animals in that world are kind of like monsters yeah, so yeah. They're like weird like animal hybrid things
0: because I, I like how you drew that like the ones they are hunting that was a really cool choice
1: yeah. oh yeah they were really fun the screeks and the yeah they're fun they're silly
0: so this one is still on the go you're working on this one. Oh yeah yeah.
1: yeah, we're like halfway through volume two, and I think Carrie's got like 10 volumes planned all together. Are you ready for it? Yeah, we're like too emotionally invested in it now. <laughs>
0: well, it's, uh, how it seems like a pretty clever approach because you're ver- using very limited color, so I imagine that must help to make it manageable. Yeah,
1: that was actually a way to save money. That's right. Because uh, we were, we wanted to print it initially, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, we found like cheap printing and uh, we got these like paper samples and like if we went full color, it would have looked terrible. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? What? Let's just do monochromatic and like purple's nice and we'll yeah. just throw accent colors in yeah. to make it more worth it. And then it just kind of became a look for the book and we, we really like That's it. That's
0: cool. How far into it did that decision come? A few pages. So you've done a bunch of, c- well, a few pages of color before. Yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it was,
1: it was good to figure that out Not early on. Not too far in. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I, I think it's great uh, you know how it's like oh the advice is always like keep it simple like mm-hmm. i mean i think that's a really good way to keep it manageable
1: yeah i think uh i think it was ultimately for the you best you saved yeah. yourself
0: oh God. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, can you tell how this project has made you better over time you said three years like can you see can you credit any of your like uh improvements to this project do you see any difference
1: yeah yeah i think like the way of like storytelling in that a lot Um, when like because when when we did like volume one um, I like still didn't really know what I was doing when it came to comics so Mm. like even like doing layout of like pages and how to like make a reader read the page and the panels a certain way I didn't really understand how to do so then like as we went on like I started feeling more comfortable with that and like being more creative in like panels and compositions and like how to force um, like mood Mm -hmm. and stuff in it which I feel like kind of has helped affect like, like a really like moody mm-hmm. like imagery and stuff like that. So I feel like that's kind of helped with like illustration work in that too mm-hmm. on top of that.
0: That is really, I- it's quite subtle actually, right? That within just the, the way you create your panels, because it's like, it's like cinematography on mm-hmm. page. Yeah, mm-hmm. That is really interesting to me. That's something I would also love to learn. Just because, yeah, you can create pace on a medium that's static right yeah exactly and then even uh, i I thought it was fascinating when i found out that you have to uh create artwork and according to the page like which page it's on like is it a spread or like at what point the page flips so you know because you know if you open the page and something cool happens on this other side that you're seeing you probably mm-hmm. want to put it on the next page to make it, like, and then reveal. Yeah, yeah it's, all like, all more
1: the dramatic. There's so a lot of thinking involved yeah, in yeah, it yeah. that you don't really realize until you start doing it. And you're like, like
0: oh it, but okay. it's, that's why it feels like, it does feel like cinematography in a way, where I think mm-hmm. it's, I don't know if comic books are maybe not, not any, I don't think they're, like, looked down upon anymore, right? Because it takes so much work. I think thanks to all these Marvel movies and everything, it became part of mainstream culture, maybe, mm-hmm. in a way. And I don't know, hopefully people get more appreciation for it, because so much work oh yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, i know there was no question there so oh yeah it's (laughs) good uh do you have a goal for where this book is headed
1: uh i know you
0: said there's a lot you know whatever 10 more or 10 yeah
1: so like the initial goal was that uh we wanted to like do the first volume as kind of like the pitch book for it and then we had like publishers we were looking at and Mm. like setting up the whole pitch for it um and then I think we're at a point right now where we might hold off on that for now because, like, we s- moved over to, like, digital mm-hmm. or, like, web publishing. So we're on, like, Webtoons yeah. and use and that. And, like, we got really interested in, in that and that kind of... It's a little more attainable with our schedules, too, because we can just do it when we're able to. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, if you have a publisher, then, like, you have a time frame and, like, uh, you know, you have to, like, release this many a year and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think we're holding off for the moment uh
0: but you'd want to do that eventually
1: i think so i think like when we finish it or get close to it i don't know part of the appeal of of just doing it ourselves right now is that like it's totally 100 percent us like we don't have like an editor telling us to Mm -hmm. change things or stuff so like it's just it's kind of creative and free and fun still for sure
0: yeah and i wonder if you want to keep it that way unless you're working with a really good person yeah that's really i mean if you do have someone who's incredibly talented and gets you Mm -hmm. i I can see how that could be like a it's a like a gift but i don't i don't know what the chances are of that right like if you end up teaming up with someone and also because i wonder i'm curious i don't know if you know people or if you've done this where you just release the book with a publisher when it is done it sounds like that's what you want to do i wonder it, it does sound like more manageable you can take a vacation at some point and not worry about you know publishers waiting for pages or books right
1: yeah exactly that would be nice
0: but you're heading there huh
1: yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) you're hesitant uh, but I think you're excited I don't know yeah Yeah. I
1: mean it's exciting you're just dreading all the work (laughs) (laughs) I try not to think about it
0: (laughs) Uh, no it's really good but and sorry did you mention that you also wanted to pitch this or
1: uh yeah I mean uh we'd love it like to pitch it as like an animated series too Mm -hmm. even at some point um that's like a dream of ours but Mm. Time is a thing. I I know,
0: right? What is that thing? 24 hours. Everyone's got them. It's not
1: enough.
0: We can cheat it one day. Do something about it. Mm -hmm. I I think about it as just an idea. Imagine you could get two extra hours on top of everyone. Like nobody gets it but you. (sighs) 26 hours in a day.
1: That would be amazing.
0: I'd sleep. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) You say that now, but I know you won't. (laughs) You're just going to do more art. That's how it works. Yeah. Because I get you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. All right. So on your website, it says... Uh, Bailey is also interested in character design background layout, mm-hmm. concept art, storyboarding motion editorial and advertising illustrations Yep <laughs> All that, so uh, clearly you want to do it all uh, uh, do, y- do you, do you want to, do you have to pick one of them?
2: No, no? I don't have to <laughs> pick
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess you've p- picked a couple but how do you, how do you find a r- way r- your way around learning some of these while you know, having limited time?
1: Um, well some of those are just kind of like a someday thing. Like this would be <laughs> nice to do someday if it mm-hmm. if it became available. But uh I don't like I'm interested in all those things, but like right now like I have specific things I'm like more interested in, like working in animation and, mm-hmm. and doing my comic and stuff like that. Um, sometimes like you know, you just search around and you're like email some people like maybe it'll come by. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah
0: you got so when you're emailing you got some is, is there like dream places you would want to collaborate with
1: um ooh, no I just kind of want to do it
0: <laughs> yeah got to do it all yeah uh, because you're freelancing and I, I don't know if you've noticed this but I think maybe because it's you know with internet and the world is more connected now I'm seeing a lot more people either making the move to full time freelance or considering it because I think there's maybe more projects available right just you know you could work with someone I don't know, any country. You just name it. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about going full-time freelance?
1: Um, I did. Like, right after school, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a freelance illustrator. And nice. Because, you know, like, that's what I went to school for, and that's what everybody else's kind of goals were. So you're like, yeah, that'll be me, too. Yeah. And then you email people, you send, like, 200 emails in a week, and maybe one person responds. They're like, mm, thanks, but you, you don't fit our so stuff. Harsh. And it's like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
0: i'll talk to you in a year i yeah, don't know yeah I'll, I'll yeah that's again. harsh that's a lot of rejections right
1: it is but like you kind of get like a tough skin for it you're like oh it's my stuff just doesn't suit their publication that's fine
0: i think you kind of have to yeah but yeah. so would you w- so you're saying you would want to try try that again one day
1: yeah if i had more time because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. then i know the beauty of it is that you can control time mm-hmm. one thing i see that sh- sometimes you see people take it on but unless you're charging more it becomes just like a full-time job anyways you know what i mean it's just you're getting the variety of work but yeah i don't know if it's possible to i guess charge more to have more free time to do more stuff yeah work for yourself yeah
1: yeah it's so hard to value yourself as an artist though
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you so do you have hard times with that or no
1: yeah uh i mean like like, we had, a, like, a business course in school that we, like, oh, wow, tried to help. Awesome. Yeah, it was it was a great course. Um, and it, like, really tried to help prepare us for, like, you know, doing contracts and quotes and, like, contacting yeah. other people and stuff. Um, but, like, there was, like, we'd do a pricing game. And it would be, like, this is a project you've been given. And, like, give a quote. And, like, the ranges that we would have would be, like, oh, like two hundred dollars all the way to like ten thousand dollars that go. people would put in and yep. then my teacher would be like wow <laughs> and then just like well there is no answer for it you just kind of guess and it's like it's hard to like you know be like like it's hard to be confident in yourself mm-hmm. en- enough to be like yeah i deserve this much for my piece of art mm-hmm. so it's kind of again like training yourself to do that and doing the research and like finding exactly. out yeah, yeah
0: I think it's tough out of school. I can see how, or even just, I I imagine the way it was for me I found is that un- until you get enough experience it's even hard to know that you have value yeah it's like you have to notice things where you realize oh people actually need me and I think yeah. that's where studio work is good for
1: yeah it is great
0: because you can see that personal like you can see that reaction on someone how they appreciate your work right because uh, as a freelancer you know you only hear from emails typically yeah so and that's the other help. thing it's so <laughs> yeah. stressful because yeah. like
1: sometimes people are like really dry in their emails where like you will send them a thing they're like cool thanks we'll send you the invoice and it's like <laughs> did, did you like it? and then sometimes you'll have clients that like use like 20 exclamation marks and smiley face They're like this is so good and you're <laughs> like oh I'm a real artist
0: <laughs> <laughs> makes you so happy it actually does make a huge difference in that class did they actually help break down saying for example here's what your weight wa- here's the wage you give yourself so then you calculate how much this would take and then that's how you know how to charge is, was that kind of rough um
1: it tradition? was more like uh like she gave us like references and stuff of um like um I know there's like a book there's like that A big book you can get that has like um contacts and like uh magazines and that and it'll be like different jobs and they're like these usually pay between like Mm. this and this much. But it's it's all like kind of crowdsourced from the industry where it's like this kind of job from like taken from like a thousand artists and this is how much they charge. But like again, some of them can be like that two hundred dollars to ten thousand. Exactly. So it's like it's really hard to figure that out. I kinda go on like uh like I'll I'll I give myself like an hourly rate and Mm -hmm. then someone will give me a project and it's like, okay, it'll take me about this much, this many hours to do it. So like I'll, I'll like price out around then, but like in school, it was really like, um, like usage is like how Mm -hmm. you charge. So if it's like, and like the rights that you give, so you could do like a first rights or a buyout or something is severely going to change the cost of it right see
0: even that is so much to consider Mm -hmm. right on top of just knowing how to charge but you're right it's if if it is let's say if it's a printed wine label and they're gonna make 10 million of them i mean whatever let's (laughs) say they make hundred thousand bottles like yeah what is that value bringing what value are you bringing to them that's multiplied rather than here's Mm -hmm. a painting you're gonna hang on your wall exactly yeah uh, yeah it's a a lot there's no answers yeah, mm-hmm. it's tricky.
1: That's why it does range so much.
0: Yeah, and then and then you hear about people who are you know rock stars and uh, and you know they're charging hundreds of dollars an hour because they're rock stars, right? Yeah. But how do you uh, and you know how does that relate to you if you're? Str- yeah, it's difficult.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's that's <laughs> a challenge. Do you <laughs> have any advice?
1: Challenge. Um, I don't know. Like it's the same. thing I would get so frustrated when people would say this, but like it is just like, experience and like asking other artists and like 100%. yeah,
0: talk to your friends. Talk to your friends. Find out how much they get paid, so you don't get screwed. Yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah, and then <laughs>
1: it makes it harder for everyone, and
0: because someone else is getting underpaid, so it's okay. Yeah, it,
1: it like, uh, it kind of lowers like the the worth of the work there. Like they really told us that a lot in school, where it's like. You know, like you have like a full page, full color editorial job, and like you got paid a hundred dollars for it, mm-hmm. whereas like you should have been paid seven hundred for it. So then, because you took a hundred for it, then the people are like, "Oh, I can you I can pay people it. way yeah, yeah, yeah. less for this," and then it kind of like affects the industry overall. So
0: that, that's a good point. We yeah. got I think we uh, in general art has got to talk about this a lot more, so that yeah, you're right. So you don't affect the uh, demands or the expectations of the industry. Mm-hmm. It's tricky. <laughs> uh, I wish
1: people would talk about, like, money and not it's more. Awkward. It, it is awkward. an awkward thing. And
0: it, and it's that's, I mean, that's a hard part. And, I mean, I've been trying to probably could do it more, but it's really awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. At least I feel like with our friends at work, we're trying to have that conversation more. But I think also because, um, I don't know, at a certain point, if you talk to enough people, you kind of know the average to expect. And so when you know your friend is getting promoted, you're like, hey, man, are you going for this? And then you, you figure out, yeah yeah maybe yeah. a little bit what w- what's not fair fair is not the right word but something that's like uh reflective of what the industry is and the standard yeah <sighs> talk about <laughs> money people's let's not yeah. let's not uh, let's not <laughs> get unappreciate under underappreciated there you go that's the word um how was uh how has it been a titmouse for you so you've been there for over a year yeah
1: about a year and a half now okay how's yeah. that going i love it yeah
0: yeah that's a really interesting because when i look at your artwork especially on your Instagram, you have a lot of character designs, really beautiful. Your p- color palettes are interesting. Uh, I- it's interesting how you I don't uh, I'm not sure. It's, it's actually quite hard to tell how you come up with them because it's coming from illustration world. Mm-hmm. You're, it's like you're allowing yourself to play a lot more with it. Um, but you're doing layouts, you're doing backgrounds at work. Yes. How does that feel?
1: Um, well, so the funny thing is, um, <laughs> I, I didn't like backgrounds for the longest time. Okay. Uh I got like yelled at in school a lot for <laughs> always drawing just a character in a space. My teacher would be like, "You need to draw backgrounds." And I was like, "But what if I didn't?"
0: <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, Imagine and then it. um
1: <laughs> I th- the it kind of just happened by chance that I got into doing backgrounds when I got hired at my previous job mm-hmm. in Toronto. I had um like we were talking about going to the job fair, and I had my portfolio, and I had two very, very simple backgrounds, just for the sake of having them. Mm-hmm. One like, was flat, didn't have any perspective, <laughs> it was like a ground and trees, and I somehow got hired as a background designer, wow. and I was like, wow, I hate backgrounds, <laughs> and I was like, okay, and they're like, don't worry, this is just for like two months, and then we're probably going to move you to character posing, and okay. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah I'll do that, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, actually, we're going to keep you on backgrounds, and then I just kind of did it, and then... It kind of made me like drawing backgrounds, Nice. and then uh I just started doing that in my personal work some more, and then it kind of like expanded from there. And now I just draw backgrounds a lot.
0: It's a, and a, even one of your so your I saw that one of your illustrations that won an award, is it background and I mean environment? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: that one was like a big one that I was like, you know what? I feel like drawing. That's a background. quite a shift, huh? Yeah, and then it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: really cool. uh did you n- did you not want to do backgrounds looking back because you didn't know how to or just didn't like them at all
1: um i think i hadn't found the appeal of them because mm. like drawing i was always way more interested in like a character and like like i mean yeah. artists typically arc like I people so. subject exactly. matter yeah like you just relate to it more um and backgrounds are like oh perspective and yeah. like buildings and then I got really into trees for some reason. They're I think beautiful. I saw some nice trees, and I was <laughs> like, you know what? I can't draw trees, so I'm going to learn. <laughs> and then that's where that background came from, just a that's bunch cool. of trees.
0: <laughs> I like this talk. <laughs> so I went down to Walkman. I saw some trees. Never been the same. Y- exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly so it. looked at the world different. That's really uh, – those are turning out really beautiful. So when you go to work, uh, you don't y- – You. i don't know know how to phrase it but it's because i guess not because you love both it's not a really you don't find it as an issue or you don't you don't sit at work and thinking you want to draw a character you're you're able to go and just like know that you love this and you commit yeah is that clear i don't know
1: yeah no yeah yeah, i feel like like i don't want to be a background artist forever Mm -hmm. um but like i'm very happy with what i'm doing Mm -hmm. now and it's like i would like to try like doing character design and that too and like storyboards and like which is like kind of nice in like this industry and like in Vancouver too, it feels like it's a little easier to like be able to jump between those positions and studios and that. So that's something for sure I'd like to do. But, you know, I'm happy where I'm at at the moment.
0: You should do, uh, yeah, you should do it. That's one, yeah, it's really great that people give you a chance if you have the skills. And Mm -hmm. I got, I was pretty lucky that I started as an animator and then I switched to design, but same thing where, you know, people are pretty happy. Because if you show potential and you show effort, Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you think about an employee, if someone tells you they want to do the job rather than you having to go look for someone who wants to do the job, exactly, of course yeah. they're going to, you know, if you've got the skills, they'll pick you. That's one thing I think I sh- I would like more people to know, m- especially artists who are getting into it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's kind of scary picking a career and then being yeah. stuck in it.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. I could yeah. never do that. Yeah. But you <laughs> don't have
0: to be, right? That's exactly.
1: A, yeah. It's the freedom of being an artist.
0: So you want to do storyboards too, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean like drawing comics is like similar exactly too, right? so well, I, I like yeah. telling stories that's great well, that's <laughs> what
0: I was gonna say even just doing layout must be so useful for you for oh comic yeah. books right it's your uh framing you're you're creating the composition right
1: yeah yeah there's a lot more to think about for that and like it's funny like working in layout now um I had like I talked to someone before like two years ago when I was like I really wanted to do storyboards first before Mm -hmm. I, like, discovered the world of layout. Um, And I was talking to this one artist. um, I think she worked at Nelvana. And uh, she was, like, looking at her board. She's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, here's, like, things you can fix and stuff. She's like, you got a little too many angles. Like, uh, she's like, this is a little more, like, movie stuff, but we work on shows. I'm like, okay. She's like, doing layout uh, would really help uh, Mm. for storyboards because then you can figure it, like, like the way my boards were it's like and looking back at them now it's like oh the layout artist would hate me because every shot's a different angle Ah, and it's like so then you you consider that and you're like how can i condense this and how can i tell it with just same shots and but it's
0: difficult advice because then you're limiting your choices right Mm -hmm. because you're working towards a product that has um, limitations yeah i want yeah i but I, i mean i guess that's our jobs i'm I work in TV animation as well, mm-hmm. so you do have to figure out ways to, I guess, save time and save people hours so they don't have to work super late. Yeah. But it's interesting that, yeah, you, you'd have to adjust your personal work to make it feel like it would fit the TV projects rather than movies.
1: Yeah, I guess, it's like, uh, her explanation was, like, because movies typically bigger budget, right? Of course, so and, but yeah. that's what,
0: But imbi- yeah, it's tough. I mean, I get it. Like, if you want to get a job, you've got to show this, that you can actually do their requirements. Yeah but in the end for your personal work I would assume you'd want to go all out just to show so like yeah. your skills right yeah show show some flair yeah. yeah it's really cool boards okay uh, we uh, yeah on our project we have some really good artists so it's just fun to see like first animatics yeah so cool yeah I want to do it all too yeah do it <laughs> no one's stopping you thanks uh, I'm stopping myself oh okay because uh, <laughs> you know there's too much to do uh, let's see And I saw you did, so you did have, you have done some animation in the past. The, what was that? The five second day?
1: Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, Timos does this really cool thing every year. um, And they've been doing it for like 10 years or now, I think. Um, Because we've got like a location in New York and and LA as well. Um, So all the studios one day a year get to uh, come to work and get paid to work on whatever they want to do so like a sweet. minimum five second animation mm-hmm. and then um they all get pieced together uh and then they get shown in movie theaters in like vancouver new york and la so it's usually at the rio yeah. and it's open to public too. you just buy a ticket um but yeah it was like i'd always kind of like do an animation and i did it a little bit in college mm-hmm. um we had like opportunities to like do like easy Photoshop animation and like put it together <laughs> in yeah, After yeah. Effects and make like gif illustrations and stuff so it was like the first time I did anything like that like I think it was like a 40 second long animation yeah uh yeah
0: and I, I could totally see in that piece the mood that you like to go for because you got to explore the mood right yeah in a in a what would be like in a sequence rather than a flat drawing like wasn't that static you yeah
1: yeah yeah, it was really fun. It was uh, it was a good learning experience. Like, maybe don't give yourself five days to do <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: yeah. So you do do it all, huh? <laughs> Yeah. N- do you think you're going to do another one of these n- this year? Or y- what did it happen this year?
1: Uh, it's usually January we do it. Okay. Um, yeah. Gonna so do it's it? coming up. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I might collab with a friend. Uh, or am I just do it <laughs> 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 and, the, and was
0: that done so was it still after effects or did you end up using like uh, harmony or something
1: uh i don't know how to use any other program other okay. than photoshop and after effects.
0: okay it does take so. a lot of time to learn
1: yeah yeah
0: i want to talk about Sheridan a little bit because that's like a that's a that is a legendary school but i think i just realized before we move on i think you should tell people what a layout job is because i realize i think you know I mean I didn't know until I found like started working in the industry oh yeah what a layout artist does
1: yeah so uh we draw like the backgrounds in like the shows or movies or that um usually it's like you look at the animatics and you um figure out like the camera movements and how many shots are in that specific like background and then you uh draw it based off the boards and the keys and a lot of perspective mm. a lot your of uh, a lot of technical stuff involved with it which was a surprise to me when i first started doing it because mm-hmm. uh, uh, you don't just draw the ground and the walls you yeah. have to think about things also <laughs> uh yeah
0: and what is the complexity of your show do you have to split the layers a lot um, for parallax or
1: uh, yeah so my show right now it's like design-wise fairly simple it's like a preschool show mm-hmm. um but they do do a lot of parallaxing and some really neat things with like animation and comp mm-hmm. so um a lot of it is uh, figuring out like layering and like we have like a flash uh, thing that like flattens layers. So you have to make sure things are grouped a certain way mm. and like that animation can work with it. So this one's a lot more thinking involved than my previous show.
0: That is the interesting part, right? Like that's you're you're talking about the technical aspect mm-hmm. of it. It's not just draw a picture. It's uh, mm-hmm. one thing that I was surprised to find out is that the painting and drawing were split. And I can see how it's yeah. done for efficiency, but it was surprising to me about the industry.
1: Yeah, I heard like different studios do it different ways. At my mm-hmm. previous job, I did both. Okay. Um, I think Titmouse divides uh, a layout and paint. So, layout at Titmouse, you like it's basically like lines and flats. Um, and then you give it off to the other department and they'll paint it and make it pretty. Mm-hmm. But I know other studios, like you, you start a background and you take it to the very end phase. Which with, one like, do you prefer? Um, I'm indifferent. I like them both.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, it is tricky. I just I've never worked in two D shows really mostly three D so but it's mm-hmm. one thing I think about I wonder if I'd prefer. It's fun. Yeah, I'm sure you get to draw all day. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. Yeah, who <laughs> can complain? Uh, some people do though. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Uh, so Sheridan and I, uh, so many people, so many teachers that I've had that taught me. I went to art institute of Vancouver. All the good ones were from Sheridan. Oh. Um, And I, you, I think I still you know you work with people and you. It sounds like the school does a really good job of pr- preparing artists, and I think focusing on fundamentals enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my perspective on it. How was it? How was it for you?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it was like a really valuable experience for me. Um, like, I mean, no school is perfect.
2: Yes, of course.
1: Um, but uh, you know, I a lot of it. Um, like, they the program accepts about a hundred people a year, so okay. you have like hundred people traveling with you but then they divide that into like groups four groups of 25 people mm-hmm. and then you have the same classes with all those people that whole year so it's nice having the small class because you get to know like your peers and then your teacher actually knows your name and your work which oh. is a huge benefit because <laughs> they nice. they can sit down and work with you specifically and like kind of pander to what your needs are
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and guide you that way and then like also just like the um the atmosphere of like your, your peers is, like, I think the most beneficial part. Like, I think I learned most from the people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, seeing other people, like, people who have s- totally different, like, styles and approaches and thought processes is, like, really important because, like, you think a certain way and then they think a certain way. And then you're like, oh, that's a good way of thinking. And, like, kind of opens mm-hmm. that up. Uh, yeah.
0: That's why I like doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> people get to tell me the way they think. It's great. Uh, mm-hmm. And then okay, so you said no school is perfect. Mm. You opened up yourself for a question, what's not perfect? What do you wish was different?
1: Um, well, I find like with the illustration program, they just really push for editorial work. Mm. Um, they're like, You can do all these things in illustration, but we're mostly gonna teach you to prepare for editorial. Mm. So like I have friends who uh, you know, were more into like concept art and like mm-hmm. other friends who were also like more into like animation line and uh I mean, all your teachers are, like, freelance, mostly editorial illustrators. So they don't have, like, the knowledge of that industry to help as much. So, like, I know some people struggled a little more, like, had to help themselves a little more. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
0: That's one thing I still hear as a challenge is that there's no really courses. Maybe there's more now online for becoming designer concept artist, right? Mm -hmm. I think schools still don't really have a program where I know many artists that I... have worked with in the past to get to let's say concept art they went through animation or you know as yeah. you are know, saying some people go through illustration just to get there yeah yeah i mean it all are useful skills but yeah it, it is interesting that just yet it hasn't appeared in schools but i wonder if it's also because it's such a competitive industry maybe that's why they're not making a class for it i don't know
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like some are starting to get better at it. Like, I've heard, like, Sheridan's getting... uh, Because, like, a lot of more students are getting interested in that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. like, even the year that graduated after I did... um, Like, in fourth year, we have, like, thesis course. And then you have, like, a thesis prof who, like, guides you through it Mm -hmm. all. Um, And apparently there were enough people just from my year and the previous year who were interested enough in, like, gaming and going into the gaming industry um, that they, like, hired another thesis teacher who worked in the gaming industry and was able to like help like uh, it was like a small group of students they had to Mm -hmm. apply for it i think maybe like 10 people tops Mm -hmm. um but they did like accommodate for that so like they're aware of it and they're like making efforts to change which is nice
0: that is great that they're actually listening yeah that's a good sign Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so your program was four years
1: yeah four years
0: uh i'm not sure how sheridan works did you have classes like english and history or was it all art
1: um it's all art and then you have to take like uh like general electives in order to get a degree right yeah yeah
0: okay so you got a degree then
1: yeah a bachelor of arts yeah very nice yeah
0: (laughs) i went to one of those private schools so i got a diploma yeah yeah so cool a lot of good teachers
1: yeah a lot of really great ones i have a few that like i owe a lot to for like kind of pushing me harder and like making me accountable for myself and like my work you know like don't be sloppy like that's being sloppy <laughs> that's awesome yeah
0: would you want to go back to school one day mm, no no i don't enough. think so you had enough <laughs> four years yeah. yeah
1: i mean like maybe just like the learning aspect is nice mm-hmm. um but i mean there's so many opportunities and like to learn in other ways and like there's online courses like you can take like for uh,
0: sure yeah that's like yeah yeah it's a good one i mean to me that's school though so you would do something like that yeah. yeah
1: yeah i mean school's expensive <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's, that's the thing. other thing
0: you get you, you pay for learning yeah yeah i think if you're yeah as a pr- if you're able to teach yourself then you can just get paid well mm-hmm. if you want to take a freelance project yeah that's about drawing dinosaurs and if you don't know how to draw dinosaurs then you just you learn. learn yeah right.
1: exactly take it till you make it exactly
0: <laughs> best way to go uh what's it? and so while we're on a topic of learning uh do you consciously get yourself to improve and practice? How do you approach studying?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, like, like, doing, like, actual studies, I should probably do more. Of. I see people do it, and yeah. I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know, sometimes I'll be, like, like I'll be aware, like, oh, I've, I've the last three illustrations I've done are basically the same palette maybe I should try something totally different he's like tend to like fall into comfort zones Mm -hmm. um lately it's been like colors just like I really like this color with the accent of red (laughs) and like that's my thing right now and I was like I should do something different so it doesn't all look the same um so like kind of uh like broadening in like ways like that or like lately I've really wanted to incorporate more like decorative elements into Mm. my work and like playing with a bit more graphic stuff but still keeping like texture and line work and stuff keeping the elements i like and while adding new things Mm -hmm. so it's like thinking of things specifically where i can like apply those things Mm -hmm. to work so just kind of like trying to grow more constantly yeah yeah uh,
0: yeah i was gonna ask so that's how you approach it do you approach it because you're is it both because you're interested in it and then you know that it's going to challenge you? Yeah. Or does one come up to the other?
1: Um. Both. Like, I if I'm not interested in <laughs> a thing, it's really hard to do it. So, like, sometimes subject matter, like, I'll, I'll like, make a compromise where it's, like, I'm going to try something that I normally wouldn't, but uh, I'll I'll make it, like, a subject matter I'm interested in. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be, like, a lady night or something, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try something new. Nice. But, yeah.
0: This is something I think about because sometimes it feels like we – you need to put on work right you know s- doing a study of a s- like a, a sculpture like a bust may seem especially if you know you're gonna go classical graphite mm-hmm. especially if that's something you do it may feel like actually grueling work mm-hmm. but I and so but you're right then I, I wonder what the compromise is but I think about it quite a bit because if if, y- if you don't like if you don't like doing this, should you be doing it or you don't like doing it but you know it's going to make me, you better so you should. Or you should find a way to make it fun and do uh, you know?
1: Yeah, I think the latter. Like, I think just... Because, like, I feel like if you do it and you're not enjoying it, then you're not going to benefit from it as well. Because okay. it's going to be, like, work. Like a like a grueling but task. But is that
0: bad, though? Like, I know we're kind of spoiled as artists because we don't feel like often... I mean, it's still work. It's still hard. But sometimes mm-hmm. it is quite fun. That's why I, I wonder if there's value in suffering through it. Or not... I mean, that's a wrong <laughs> word. But, like, to like for example do you you know going to live drawing sometimes it's sometimes it's fun if the model is good or you know lighting is good or sometimes you just start and it's boring or mm-hmm. you like you just want to go home but should we still do it you know there, here's yeah. a question there
1: well like things like that I've, yeah yeah like live drawing's super important that's so like going it's to like the
0: gym right uh i don't yeah. want to go to the gym but i got to go to the gym exactly yeah.
1: yeah i think like like those root foundation things are really important to like Uh, to maintain even like like oh yeah I guess I could go to life drawing but like (laughs) then you go and you're like okay it was good that I went yeah my anatomy (laughs) has been rough lately like yeah
0: yeah do you go do you go often
1: Uh, I haven't gone since (laughs) I moved here because I didn't know where to go
0: (laughs) I'll send you some links there's places Uh, I, I haven't gone in a while as well but it's 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 one of those questions where you ask every artist they'll say they should go yeah. And then it's just a matter of finding a time it's tricky with a full-time job because if you get exhausted after a day and then you're gonna sit and paint or draw from seven to ten yeah
1: people don't realize like how mentally exhausting art can be yeah and sometimes you're like oh i just wrote nine hours and i just want to <laughs> go home and eat <laughs> and sleep
0: yeah no i can totally relate mm-hmm. but at the same time i think you're lying because you work so much <laughs> 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 this is what she tells us to make us feel good <laughs> she's a human too <laughs> okay, <laughs> no. okay live drawing one day i'll figure it out um i've noticed that uh, you've been involved in a number of zines mm. well, uh, the way those projects come around is one of those things where someone is like hey bailey buts do you want to make a piece of work for this and then
1: Uh, Those ones are usually ones I apply to. Um, I follow like some Twitters and Tumblrs and that that are like like zine scene blogs or that. So like a lot of people do charity zines. Mm -hmm. Um, So there'll be like a like a cool fandom thing or something or like just a cool theme. And they'll be like, oh, call for artists or writers and that. And like you apply and then you get to uh, it's I really like it because you get to like connect with a ton of artists that Mm -hmm. you normally wouldn't have found like there'll be like a hundred artists working on this and then you all join the discord and then everyone puts their links you're like wow this is amazing Mm -hmm. and then you all get to work on something that you all love and then it like raises like a two thousand dollars for a great cause and Mm -hmm. you're like so it's kind of fun to do and also just gives you something to do
0: so cool that's what i wanted to ask is that uh, i saw that i think i don't know if all of them are i just saw that one of the zines you're involved with was for charity and that that is one thing i often bring up on this podcast but trying to find ways where as artists we can actually contribute to the world rather than ourselves you mm-hmm. know because but that that was really amazing and mm, i guess i wanted to ask is it do a lot of these projects is it very often that you find they're charitable projects
1: uh, most of the ones i find are charity ones That's really cool. uh yeah i feel like in the last like couple of years um a lot of them are mm-hmm. like we're raising money for planned parenthood or we're raising money for unicef or like stuff like awesome. that Uh, Yeah, it's, like, getting harder to find, like, for-profit ones, Uh, which is, like, I was like, I don't care. I'll make $3 off of this. It's fine. Like, I'd rather the money just go to something important. 100%. But,
0: uh, yeah, uh, that's really inspiring to me, the fact that you see the community kind of get together and do something like Mm -hmm. that because, yeah, I I, I know I say this a lot, but it is a selfish pursuit, right, making art. But uh, that's why something like this is really cool to see. Mm -hmm. Do do you think you'll uh, organize or lead as zine one day yourself
1: maybe i've (laughs) thought of it
0: Uh, what would you do um if it's not a secret
1: oh i'd probably be some fantasy thing or some gothic thing (laughs) something i like already anyway
0: (laughs) (laughs) just get all your favorite artists to do the thing that you like doing
1: exactly because they like it too (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: gothic things that's what you're into
1: i love gothic stuff tell me more oh it's just my favorite genre (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I mean it's a big stress of inspiration for me too um Mm -hmm. I don't know like uh, like I I love short stories and then gothic short stories are really common and like it's all public domain so it's easy to access and I just love the storytelling and like how moody they are and like how Mm -hmm. well it sets scenes and Mm -hmm. it's like it's fun to take like that and apply that into your own work of like Mm -hmm. the totally different context of an art form and like figure out like yeah so they're able to like address a mood in like a matter of a few seconds like mm. how can I address a mood like the same mood or something like that in like a piece yeah that's
0: cool and when you say it's easy to find are those contemporary gothic stories or are they old ones
1: usually old ones I mean okay. like contemporary ones are a little harder to find like online or that like you'd have to like know the author and like buy their book or like find it in the library whereas like you got like uh, like Edgar Allan Poe is so accessible. You just Google his name, and all of his works show up. Like, mm-hmm. or you know, it's uh, yeah, they're they're just good.
0: What's uh, what's been the recent most fascinating one for you? Oh, you read?
1: oh no, you don't want to hear this. One. Oh, I want to hear this. <laughs> Everyone sure. at work is like, oh god, I know the one. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. I listened to an audio book. Okay. And uh, my friend recommended this like free like public domain uh audiobook place that's all like crowdsourced um so sometimes the recordings are are kind of rough um and other ones are really great (laughs) but I just listened to uh The Monk A Romance
0: okay
1: um which is like from 1795 damn yeah uh and it's the wildest story I've ever heard uh but it was like a big segue into like Gothic literature of like the 1800s and stuff, and it dealt with a lot of like crazy themes of like demonic stuff and like this struggle of like good versus evil, but evil wins. And like, (laughs) oh, it's amazing.
0: (laughs) She, as she's telling me this story, she's so excited right now. (laughs) I know it's just an audio, yeah, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you truly love gothic stories. That's really cool. (laughs) Um, and then I had a question, and maybe you kind of answered it, but so when you when you don't know what to do or what to work on the question was like where would you go for inspiration is that one of those
1: yeah things? it's like books and movies or music books and I music mean movies too but music is like a big one mm-hmm. lately and like like a lot of gothic stuff like i was feeling really art blo- art blocked mm-hmm. um like a month or so back and i was like oh i haven't made anything and i'm like oh and so i like sat down and i took out my big book of edgar Allan poe and i just like flipped to a story that i hadn't read yet and i sat down and i like felt better after it because i was like oh it's good (laughs) he's like yeah it kind of like clears your mind and it like gives you like a new view i guess Mm -hmm. uh That and, like, finding new music to listen to. Like, Spotify has been really helpful lately, where it's, like, daily mix every day. Uh, And it's, like, oh, this is a great song. It's a great band uh, I haven't heard before. And it's just kind of, it's, like, taking a new media is, like, refreshing.
0: How are you, uh, that's one thing, because I do it as well, but how are you finding inspiration from music into the, into your art? Is there, like, is it direct correlation of you hear something and it creates an image in your head, or you do you use it just like this was a really cool piece of art can I make something cool
1: kind of both yeah um I mean like uh, a lot of music I've been listening to lately um has been in another language uh so I don't understand it so it's like the (laughs) first impression is like completely like the the tune and the mood that Mm. it sets and then maybe after the 20th time I've listened to it I'll like what does this mean and i'll like <laughs> google the lyrics in a translation you yep. use like scandinavian folk lately okay. uh and it's like oh wow this is wild or completely unexpected yeah. or like one song I, i've been listening to it for years and i love it it's one of my favorite songs and i recently found out what it meant and it's just about a man and his horse and he's <laughs> like i love my horse we go on journeys together wow and i was like wow this is beautiful did that
0: ruin it for a minute better <laughs>
1: I made it better. There what was a music you, wh- video. Okay. <laughs> what was
0: in your head? What did you imagine it to be?
1: Um, well the song's called Rideau by okay. the band Varjuna. And so Rideau is a rune, which means the journey and the okay. ride. So I was like, Yeah, he's on the journey and then I was like, Oh, it's about his horse. This <laughs> journey with his horse And at the end of the music video he has to part ways with his horse because this like and it's just this beautiful story. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay, okay.
0: Did it have to go like what's that movie? Uh, Revenant? How did oh. you, do you remember that scene? Yeah. Yeah, Th- that's not how this guy. No, it was is. a. <laughs> it was a
1: good. Dip- they were on a beach, and he like pet his horse, and the horse turned away, and then he turned away, and wow. it ended. <laughs> it's,
0: quite, it's quite romantic.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like kind of things like that. Um, sometimes like ones have directly influenced, like going back to the the other comic I'm working on, where the Mountain Troll mm-hmm. it's uh, inspired by a song that um, it's called Air Mana League, and the uh, the band, specifically the cover of it is. By the band Garmarna. They're mm-hmm. a Swedish folk band from the 90s. And those are all
0: such interesting names. Keep yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the
1: song is like an old folk song from the 1800s. And it's about um, this mountain troll who falls in love with this village band named Air Manalik. And um, she's like, hey, you should marry me. <laughs> and he's like, no. And she's <laughs> like, I got some nice shirts though. And he's like, no, I don't want any shirts. And she's like, how about a goat i caught some goats and he's like no you're a troll you're gonna eat me and she's like ah you're right you're right you got me and that's the song and that's so awesome. i like texted carrie i was like this is an amazing song you should listen to it because the song itself is very dark and moody and okay. it's very like kind of mon- monotonous okay um i like sent it to carrie i was like we should make a story like this but like not this but kind of <laughs> so like different ways like that
0: yeah i think the way you're describing it is probably so different from the song you're <laughs> smiling and telling this i should check out the song it's <laughs> good i'll send it <laughs> to <yeah>? you <laughs> that sounds really cool uh, give me a couple of bands and I will, uh, what other bands do you like
1: oh um well lately it's a lot of songs uh what's the other one? Oh no i forgot their name no worries song's good no pressure very cool.
0: yeah do you do you always lean towards the scandinavian music is that something that's you're pursuing lately
1: um yeah lately I kind of like changed a lot when I was younger I almost exclusively listened to Josh Groban uh and like the Trans-Siberian Orchestra and then then I like went really into like musical theater for a bit and that was (laughs) fun and then in like college my brother introduced me to symphonic metal and I was like this is my jam. (laughs) That's
0: what I was going to ask. It's it's fitting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of like evolved where like I got really into that. And like, I still really like it a lot. Um, And then like my brother introduced me to Verdruna a couple years ago. And that was like the more like folky music. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. And I saw them in concert and it was like incredibly atmospheric and beautiful. And then I listened to them when I went to Norway and climbed some mountains. And I had like a (laughs) spiritual experience. And I was like, this is amazing. And it's just kind of been my thing for, like, the last year or so.
0: How was it a spiritual experience?
1: You, you know, you just stand on top of a mountain, middle of nowhere, and then you just listen to this music that's very atmospheric, and you're like, ah, oh, life is good. Just
0: waiting for a troll to show up.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Tell me about that. Though. So you went to a uh, residency, right? In
1: yeah, Northern? yeah. with the Light Gray Art Lab. They do um, these really cool artist residencies every year. Mm-hmm. And so I went on their first trip to Norway. Usually, They usually do Iceland. Um, I know they got some new ones coming up, um, but the Norway one was, like, really cool. You kind of, like, have to apply with, like, a thesis and stuff, so mm. the theme for that one is um, kind of, like, your practice and, like, how you want to evolve your practice, so mm. that's where the bullet journal came from, mm, okay. um, but yeah, it's, like, great, you get to just go there for, like, a week with a bunch of artists you don't know, and you all just kind of get to know each other and, and do fun things in a place you've never been.
0: Uh, it sounds so fun yeah residents are so fun what was a is there what were some of the takeaways from that experience
1: um a lot of it was like seeing uh like how other people like how do I say this um like meeting other artists and like their experiences and stuff Mm. and like seeing how many people had similar issues and like how people dealt with that our group got like really personal very fast Nice. by like the end of the five days it had felt like we knew each other for forever like it was it was a great experience it was like life-changing i guess (laughs) um yeah no it was just the whole experience itself was just enlightening
0: so cool do you think there's any ways you can recreate it something similar for yourself here without going somewhere or do you think part of this kind of experience is you have to leave the comfort zone
1: i think leaving the comfort zone was a big thing um yeah i mean i guess there's probably ways you could do something here yeah it's oh. the new experiences and yeah because yeah, yeah. Yeah. i wonder
0: what you could do i mean it's almost like yeah, it's like getting your friends to a cabin and staying there for a week right
1: yeah it, w- it would almost be like like getting strangers to a cabin and staying there for a week but it's them.
0: hard to do without other property yeah hey guys you want <laughs> yeah. to go yeah
1: you don't know me but let's yeah. go live in a cabin for a week yeah cool <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i've heard the some of the artists i talked to um yeah. Anytime you feel like someone goes into residency, it's like it's it's a big self-discovery experience, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I asked that like, can you recreate that? Because I love to, to have more of that, you know, right? These kind of opportunities. I don't know. They're not events; they're opportunities, experiences. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what can be done without you know, because sometimes some of these residencies, I- if you don't get a grant, you also have to pay for them, right?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like they're not the most accessible. Mm-hmm. Like I. It's it's hard.
0: Cuz you're I mean and you work full time so it's you have to take a vacation to mm-hmm. not not that it's not worth it but it is uh, just like the logistics of it I think. Yeah. Can be tricky. I uh there's a have you do you know the artist uh Sterling Hundley? No. So he is an illustrator actually. I think you really like him. He uses a lot of texture. Incredible guy, but one thing I saw that he started must have been a couple years now. Uh it's called Legend Deer. Is uh okay. I think that's the project where even though he's from united states i think what he does is similar to uh, must have been similar to a norway experience is that he gets a group of artists it is a little it is quite expensive but you end up going to you know to the rockies for maybe it's a week and you stay at a cabin and you hike up and it is one of those experiences where you know there's no electricity probably or very barely so you know you're either painting during the day and then you're by a campfire at night and so i imagine the way you must get really close to people but it's I- mm-hmm. it sounds like a really cool thing to do is just one, it's expensive, and two, it's time, right? Yeah. It's, it's, you got to find that time somehow.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's a struggle.
0: Are you going to apply to more residencies?
1: Um, maybe in the future. You're too busy. G- <laughs> well, that and also money. Yeah. <laughs> they are very expensive.
0: Money. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, what uh, – is there, is there a thing that – although I may have asked this to you, but do you, is there a thing that you want to get better at next? Do you know – what is going to be for you
1: i mean like i feel like it it just kind of comes to you one day when you're like "Mm, i should do this now (laughs) like i don't really think about it i like like i'm always wanting to get better Mm -hmm. in general but then sometimes you're like sitting and you're looking at your stuff you're like this could be better i'm gonna make this better and like (laughs) i don't know
0: am i am i overcomplicating it it's pretty simple
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, the way your life is now, did you, did you, f- uh, how did you foresee it before you, uh, let's say, went to post-secondary? Did you, what did you imagine your life to be like?
1: Oh, like like high school me thinking. Sure, you know, oh. after
0: high school, you yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I just wanted to do art. Yeah. I just wanted to make art, and draw, and get paid for it. You're doing it.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so I
1: guess success. <laughs>
0: Living the dream.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, growing up, I always, like... It's, like, that dream of, like, working for Disney and that. Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, that would be cool one day. Yeah. But, you know, there's... Now I have feel like there's just so many things that I can do that I want to do mm-hmm. that, like... It's, like, yeah, I'll I'll do them. I'll just do them.
0: So confident. <laughs> Are you pretty relaxed about these uh, this goal setting? Like, uh, for yourself? You yeah. S- yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Do you know... um do you know where you got your work ethic from
1: uh probably my parents they're very hard-working people mm-hmm. and they like made sure we were hard-working too uh yeah H-
0: how did that work or like how did they do it
1: um I don't know like I don't know, my dad worked like a ton when I was a kid I didn't mm-hmm. see him very often because he was always working uh and my mom was a stay-at-home mom for a lot of my childhood mm-hmm. so like she was like always there to encourage us to keep working and you know like I mean she was also like she's like you know like you can dust another day it's gonna be there tomorrow (laughs) you know today's like a day to have fun Mm -hmm. so like there's like a good like work but like living life balance Mm and that too
0: and then I guess you just followed by example right yeah Yeah. work ethic yeah Yeah. were your parents supportive about the art pursuit
1: yeah yeah they were which i'm very lucky to have mm. uh because i know not everyone has that that support um yeah it was after i found out i couldn't be a princess when uh, did you find that out oh when i was five
0: damn it <laughs> i know crushed. dreams crushed so yeah. early
1: and then i wanted to be a ballerina and my parents were like no you shouldn't be a ballerina and i was <laughs> like what about an artist they're like you can be an artist <laughs> <laughs> so maybe i just had to work to it <laughs> okay yeah
0: that's cool um and then, you know, how I feel like as an artist, it's, it's almost seems that inherent that a lot of, you know, because artists are so self-reflective, it's often that you, like, being confident is something that takes work. Is there anything you, like, you seem very confident? Is there something you had to uh, consciously work on for yourself?
1: Um, It's kind of funny, like it's like I'm confident and not confident at the same time Mm -hmm. like I don't know there's just some things that you're like yep I can do this or if you just keep telling yourself like yeah you can do this then (laughs) maybe you can yeah I don't know it's like a it's like a balanced struggle Mm -hmm. uh I definitely was not nearly as confident when I was younger I don't know what happened I like went to school and Then became a grown-up and now I gotta be, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what you find out. You just have to, let's like you said, fake it till you make it. Exactly. I guess I'm an adult now. This is what adults do, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I think so. Go to work and (laughs) get paid and stuff.
1: You do groceries and pay bills, I guess. You're
0: right, groceries. Yeah, groceries. (laughs) 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 Is there anything that you, uh, or what do you do that's not (laughs) 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 art-related?
1: Um i'll watch tv or movies i like movies a lot um
0: when you watch them do you study them or are you do you analyze them
1: depends on the movie okay. if it's like a really like artful looking movie then like it'll be like wow look at that composition and like <laughs> oh that cool camera angle <laughs> um but then sometimes like this is a fun movie just to chill too yeah
2: um
1: yeah i uh i don't, I don't know what else to do i guess sometimes i read sometimes i play games Nice. Uh, yeah, I'd like to dance again. That's like a thing in my head. That's like someday I'll go back to dancing. What kind of
0: dancing?
1: Uh, when I was long, little, I did uh, like ballet and tap. So you did that. do it, huh? Yeah, that's, that's where for the a dream bit. came from. That's where the dream came okay. from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My dream was to go to my point shoes, and then I never did. So someday, maybe I will.
0: Do you think about what kind of life it would have been?
1: Um, sometimes. I don't think I ever actually would have become a ballerina.
0: (laughs) But not in the sense, like, uh, it's just, it's it's such a, it is a, it feels like a harder world, at least from the outside, than Mm -hmm. being an artist is. I think to have a career in dance or in ballet, it it seems even more competitive, right?
1: Yeah, and it's a lot shorter lived. Uh, Like, I have friends who, like, did that they were like the dance people Mm -hmm. um and i mean like my one friend she's 25 now and she's like oh my dance career's over really so she'll teach in that now but like as far as competitive stuff she Mm -hmm. can't really do it anymore
0: and it must be similar to competitive sports right where you do get aged out is that the word yeah 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. which is so sad
0: it is pretty um, but then again that just shows you how competitive it is right yeah lucky for us in art probably never gonna get aged out
1: yeah hopefully
0: gonna work until we're 90 (laughs) 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 exactly my hand's gonna be shaking (laughs) yeah exactly oh yeah you're right I'll figure it out yeah we're gonna draw with our eyes in VR have you heard of that?
1: oh yeah Yeah? that'd be so cool
0: maybe that's what we are gonna do is there advice you wish you got before you went to post-secondary?
1: um yeah something that I didn't realize till like I was a little later in school was like don't like you don't need to draw for other people Mm -hmm. like like, the biggest, the most important thing I think I learned in school was, like, you can draw whatever you want, because for a long time, I, like, I would, like, get a project, and it'd be, like, okay, these are the requirements for the project, and I'll just fulfill them, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, like, fun or enjoyable, mm-hmm. and then I had that moment, like, you know what? I could just draw whatever, and that still meets the requirements. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, like, an important thing, because it made me start liking doing it more.
0: That's really cool. How did you, is, do you know how you came to that realization
1: um i don't entirely remember um i remember the one project that i was like that i remember not enjoying because it was just fulfilling Mm -hmm. uh the requirements and i think it was like shortly after that that i was like this isn't fun i don't like what i'm doing i don't like how this looks i'm gonna try something different uh
0: that's powerful Uh, it took me i think it took me a while to try to also even try to understand what i like to then do what I really like that—that that is me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I don't know how I got there. I mean, I think it was a long process, and I, it probably must have been from seeing people and how they do it. Yeah. Because I—I uh, don't, I don't think we experience seeing other artists create work or hear their motivation. Yeah. I mean, here's another reason why I like to do this podcast. Because I think you get to learn. But if you don't have this window or insight into someone's work or process, so which means you don't even know why they make things, mm-hmm. I think for me it was kind of tricky to, yeah get that what, y- what you're saying is like learning how to just do things you like yeah I, you need it's like you need to give yourself permission or something
1: yeah. yeah yeah it's it's it feels like so uh you're like well yeah duh but like exactly but exactly. then you have to like come to that realization yourself
0: but i think it's tricky because uh, i think as an artist really we like, maybe we're seeking um appraisal not praise. appraisal is that the word We're seeking like uh, approval from the community and so i think that's why Mm -hmm. you end up going for things that are liked rather than unless those do match up right
1: yeah yeah i mean like i guess the dream is like people like you for the work that you make because it's like the things you like right Mm -hmm. like that's all that's all i really want Mm
0: -hmm. um do you in the animation industry do you notice how many people uh, are you are you able to see how many people do or do not pursue personal projects is this something you think about um. about others
1: like uh like how do you mean like
0: I just uh I, I'm always curious to see I feel like I get to know who the artist is by seeing what they do during their free time rather than what they do at work oh okay, that's so kind of limiting right I mean you don't really get to know the personality exactly right because in the end it's still a task, and yeah. so I don't know I, I maybe like I'm asking because it's something I've been uh, curious about. Because so many artists get into this industry because they like art, but then not everyone ends up doing something, doing their free time. And mm-hmm. having said that, not only you don't, like, you don't have to do this, you know, we're kind of crazy for doing more art after doing art at work. I can see how, but I do something I seek out. Um, that's why I guess the question was, like, do you notice the people you work with, how many of them do and do not do it?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like... Uh, I. F- I feel like the people I talk to, it kind of varies on departments almost. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I talk to a lot of animators yeah. uh, and they're like, yeah, I wish I drew more at like, home. <laughs> but like I draw all day and okay. it's like, no, that's fair. And then like <laughs> I'll talk to other like layout artists. and They're like, yeah, I'm going to go home and draw some more. OK. Uh, So it's kind of interesting in that way.
0: I wonder why. I, uh, yeah, I guess because they're 2D animators, right? Just too much drawing.
1: Yeah, it could you know. be. But
0: then again, I mean, layout artists, you're drawing too. It's just a different kind of art though, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, maybe it's the toll.
0: It's too heavy. People tell you to get better all the time. Not good enough, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite place?
1: My favorite place? Yeah. Oh, probably Dollywood. Dollywood? Dollywood. Do you know Dollywood?
0: <laughs> I don't think so.
1: No. Um, It's a theme park in Tennessee. Uh, okay. and it's owned by Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's just the coziest, uh, <laughs> nicest place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great theme park. Uh,
0: I need <laughs> to know. I want to know what that art looks like in Dollywood.
1: Uh well, uh, it's like old country living, kinda. It's like what they go for. Okay. But it's it's very it's a beautiful park. There's you know? like flowers everywhere, and like it's nicely designed. Uh, I just kind of I I, because
0: I can't imagine it. I'm gonna have to Google after. Y- this. You're gonna have to, yeah. Then I'll find out more about <laughs> you and who you are. Oh maybe. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you had to choose another ar- another career, what would it be?
2: Mm.
1: I don't know. I feel like I've always been like, yeah, I'll just be an artist. Like, never had a plan B.
0: Yeah.
1: But maybe, maybe like something like kind archaeology.
0: Archaeology? Huh?
1: Like, historical.
0: You are very interested in history, right? So, yeah, that it's, makes it's sense. super yeah. cool. Yeah. It is a cool thing to do. But doesn't pay as much though
1: no and i imagine it's a lot more boring than it sounds too
0: (laughs) you're romanticizing your head just discovering all kinds of things every day
1: right like you read the article and they're like oh they found this velociraptor feather in like amber from like 10 (laughs) million years ago and you're like this is the coolest thing ever
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good one i wonder maybe you could combine it if you had a different life you know you just like discover things and draw them old school mm. way go out there with your journal
1: oh my god that's <laughs> amazing
0: uh what uh, what artists you can do a couple that everyone must know about oh so many yeah let's go give uh, us a list. homework time
1: i mean i feel like some of them are pretty well known already i yep. mean like like victo nye is like incredible
0: victo nye
1: yeah you know Vic nye no She's i don't just, like one of the biggest illustrators alive <laughs> Damn, I'm, um
0: i gotta get educated
1: yeah, she's... Uh, her work's beautiful. Um, I, like, delicate. look at it sometimes for, like, inspiration. Just to be like, hmm, yeah, good art, good art. Are <laughs> um, really you, like, Sam Bosma a lot?
0: Sam Bosma?
1: Yeah. Divest.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm just going to uh, keep writing things Yeah, down.
1: yeah, he's got... Um, his stuff is, like, uh, kind of, like, Jubilee-ish and, like, kind of really fantasy-inspired stuff. He loves, like, D&D, and he's got these great comics called Fantasy Sports. Okay. Uh, they're really fun comics. They're, like, by No Press. Press. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Emily Carroll. I love Emily Carroll's work. Jesus, I, I know nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, but I wonder if I've se-
0: if seen their She work was at
1: FanCast this year, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she does a really mm. moody, kind of, like, gothic comics. Uh, and she writes them too. Right down your it's alley. Really great, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Um, what's the piece of art that had a huge impact on you?
1: Um. There is a piece when I was in high school that my teacher showed me. Um. By uh, like the he was really into the Pre-Raphaelites, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, "I think you would like these," and so he showed me the Lady of Shalott and then Ophelia (laughs) Um, and those ones are ones that for some reason have always just kind of stuck with me I don't know what it is there's like kind of that mysticism in it Mm. Uh, yeah
0: do you wish dragons were real yeah me too
1: i used to go to medieval festivals as a kid with <laughs> my family and like anytime a plane would fly over they're like oh dragon <laughs> and then like, they sold like these glass like teardrops they're like these are dragon te- tears like when they cry it turns to glass and like as a kid i was like what <laughs>
0: <laughs> just mind blown yeah and then you realize it's not real just yeah. like santa
1: yeah. oh, what
0: i mean uh he's real yeah <laughs> <laughs> did it's we're you into harry potter
1: surprisingly no. no that's
0: interesting i think you went darker huh you want more gothic yeah, than harry potter
1: i think so that's too
0: childish for you
1: i think i just missed out on it i didn't read mm. a lot as a kid and then like i tried to read it when i was like in grade six and then i got made fun of for reading it so that i was like never
0: again kids are cruel <laughs> they're so cruel go home kids um and i guess the last one what is your actually no let's do this what has been a piece of artwork that you've purchased? purchased recently that has been very inspiring to you or just like what's the most recent piece of artwork you acquired
1: oh i got this really great one at Artbreakers, and i've f- oh for the life of me i can't remember who did it um
0: okay well we can post people on instagram we'll yeah well. she's
1: i know she's on the Artbreakers site um okay. she's this beautiful piece of this knight mm-hmm. that's like kind of floating mm-hmm. and she's holding a sword and she like self-printed it too like with wow. her own printer and it like looks like velvet and it's i just it's hanging up in my living room now nice. by the tv and i just look at it all day
0: <laughs> that was a good good event i actually should have mentioned that's how i met you yeah heartbreakers what a place brings people together yeah it's magical it's so good go check it out people go look at the roster of artists
1: yeah they're all amazing
0: too many artists too good all so in good. vancouver so good <laughs> 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 we're crying here um and uh, what's your ideal lifestyle
1: Being able to do everything
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) and get enough sleep, too. That's right. Yeah. So healthy. Bailey, thank you so much. Thank you. That was fascinating. I think I've learned a lot about you (laughs) a lot of lessons, a lot of gothic inspiration. uh, inspiration, I'm going to go look up that music. Yeah, you should. Learn about trolls. Yeah. (laughs) It's good stuff. (laughs) Well, thanks. How can uh, people find you online?
1: Um, Yeah, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Bailey Rosalind on both of those. Uh, my website is my name also
0: that's right yeah go find her her illustrations are gorgeous so gotta do yourself a favor look up her work <laughs> scroll on that website keep in mind it scrolls sideways <laughs> just don't get confused you know you'll move it to the side and you'll see all the beautiful stuff
1: yeah, yeah keep you on your toes
0: that's right all right people thanks for listening if you want to learn more about creative Theory podcast instagram facebook all that good stuff I think that's it. It's a good day. Thanks to Bailey. What a good time. And uh, talk to you in a week. Bye-bye.